Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Protein Ramblings. We're back again with our regularly scheduled broadcast system. Uh, After a special episode last week with uh, Jeff Bearden talking wrestling, we're back to the cartoons, baby. And uh, I'm joined, as per usual, by Naomi. Hello. And once again, we are joined by Mark. Thanks for having me back. You're more than welcome. Who's not sounding like a tin man today. (laughs) Um, And we are back this time for the first in what's going to be a bit of an ongoing series where we are going to take a look back at Jason the Wheel Warriors in its entirety. So we've watched the first five episodes. uh, Oh, howdy. (laughs) Um, And we're going to be periodically watching five episodes come back, review them, watch another five, come back, review them, till we get through all 65. So that's going to be some fun times. Um, so yeah, um, let's start off. Mark, what are your rem- other than the theme tune, which I think is probably the thing that everybody remembers about Jace and the Wheel Warriors first, what are your memories of Jace? Oh man, so sketchy. I, I did used to love it though. It was one of, the, one of the shows I used to always put on regardless. And I think my... Outstanding memories of it are, are actually weirdly were of the little knight figure and oh, the and the flying fish. Exactly. Well, before watching it, that's what I thought of them as was was about the flying fish. Mm-hmm. Having watched a few episodes, they're not that big a deal so far. I, I don't I'm hoping know. more. I'm hoping more character development comes in. But Un's fairly prominent throughout. Um, I know you'd never seen it before. I really. never saw it. Which. Incidentally, just gonna, this is going to be an episode type, that we're, uh, something we're going to be doing in the future episodes called Naomi Never Saw It because Naomi never saw anything you as a child. It? I never no, saw it. It was that like it's set in space, but there's a night and there's also a flying fish. Yeah. It was that. Yeah, it was too. It was extremely quirky, basically, yeah. is what I remember from being a kid, you know, and it was plants versus technology and yeah. so on. Like. <laughs> so what's interesting um, about Jason the Wheel Warriors is it's one of those shows, they released the toy line before the cartoon. So um, the toy line, all oh, the vehicles are all the same, but the char- the actual uh, like figure characters that go into the vehicles are all just driver and just generic little orange suited action figures and bear no rem- resemblance to any character in the show, which is one of the reasons it completely flopped. Yeah, it's an arse backwards way of doing it. Yeah, they really they really humped that one up. But again, uh, it's come. we're coming back to another Jean uh, Chalopin production at Dick. Gotta love Dick. It's uh, one of those just big French... Uh, French dicks. production, Big French dicks. <laughs> I assume that's where you're going. My boss is French. I hope you don't listen to this. <laughs> Maybe he'll be pleased. <laughs> so let's start with the first episode. Uh, first episode, Jesus Christ, I forgot the name. Um, Probably just the pilot or something. Well, it was called... The In pi- my notes, I've uh, I've just given all of the episodes my own name. <laughs> and episode one, I've titled All of the Exposition. Yes. Yeah, it is oh just such an exposition dump. Okay, so I have it's- a question about the first episode, which is what is the fucking time frame for this? Because it's like, Un shows up and is like, terrible things have happened and he like info dumps. An info dump. Bear in mind, he info dumps through. He starts saying stuff, and Gillian is just like, "No, just think about it." And then opens his mouth and projects everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, my, but it seems like Un seems like he's just shown up, and it's all very urgent. And it made me think, "Oh, this is happening right now." Like his Jace's dad is in the lab. Bad things are happening right now. 
Yeah. Then as the episode unfolds and we get into the next episode, his dad seems to have been gone for like ages and ages. I have struggled since the start of watching this to understand the timeline mm. of it because not only that, but Sawboss is also like, has already spanned the he's galaxy really and busy. is well known by yeah, everybody. He control, you know, like, he's like an overlord who's controlling everybody. But, 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 but within shows what up time? like it's just happened. So yeah. I don't know yeah. if Oon is just an idiot. Um, what it, uh, the first episode is called is Escape from the Garden of Evil. Because uh, oh, obviously sorry. it starts off with, <laughs> which is one of my favorite things, it starts off with them in that wall of light that Gillian has created. And he's like, hey, my Jason's like, my, uh, the vehicle's ready. My dad's going to be here soon. He's going to, we might, and he's like, we may have to leave soon. He's like, don't worry, the wall of light will protect us. And Gillian's like, no, but as the vines block out the light, it will, uh, it will dissipate. And then just, idly turns back to doing whatever he's doing with the vehicle like oh well I don't think well. we need to worry about it though <laughs> he's just so nonchalant about the entire thing but that's thing. the other thing like the, the vines are kind of already in play and they know that this is bad shit but they don't seem to know why until Un shows up to tell them yeah I mean the fact that Un's run there as well seems like this has just happened you know a couple of blocks away yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I started to justify to myself, like maybe his dad has been away for like five or so years, and the experiment went wrong really early on. But Un has only just reached him five years hence. But then, I mean, like Jason, I don't know, he's a That's teenager what, as well. I, I just can't, I can't get yeah, the timelines no, in my head. There's no, no justification it. for it. So as the as the initial episode is transpiring, you start off with Jace and Gillian. So. Let's do a rundown of the characters. Jace, who is the first main... He's the particular character. Particular character. Particular. Particular. Um, oh, God, I can't talk today. This he, is this is reckless self-promotion, but people should actually go and listen to the Ulysses episode before this because I feel <laughs> I'm going to draw about a million parallels between <laughs> the two cartoon series because he is also a Luke Skywalker replacement. Yeah. He, oh, I mean, this is just like the hardest Star Wars yank everything. Like her, when we get to Herc, it's oh become God, so apparent. Yeah. So Jace is the son of Audric. Audric is a scientist who's created a plant to end starvation it'll end the universe's hunger problems just one plant will do this but oh my god solar flare happens and plant turns evil what i love in, in this info dump where they're telling about it he as soon as it happens he's already like the monster minds are ruthless like he's named them he knows they're ruthless which, as they're spawning which makes me very <laughs> suspicious is he like oh Does no it? um yeah it was an accident my plant turned evil it wasn't my intention at all but i did plot out like backstories and lore for them all uh here's their names yeah this is so there's awesome. a total um frankenstein vibe going yeah. throughout this all right yeah. it's his creation and he hates it immediately but for no apparent reason up front right <laughs> within seconds like you're saying he's like no no get out of here <laughs> yeah it, it's like as they're spawning out of the pods that they were in he's just like gotta go shit <laughs> um so the next character uh the main other probably second main character is gillian who is your merlin o ripoff or mm -hmm. obi-wan kenobi yep. he is Mer also a merlin yeah, ripoff yeah. Is Obi -Wan kenobi. He, he is a merlin he's a sorcerer and sorcerer. he but he's like a techno sorcerer <laughs> yeah he's got he's really good with tech he's got magical powers um as you see in the opening credits because he does a one thing in the air and it glitters because it's so fucking cheesy. <laughs> it's really useful magic. What do you do? He's got a strong hat as well. To make he, him look oh, as little like yeah. Merlin as possible, they've <laughs> replaced a cone with a cylinder that's horizontal on top of his head. It's a bold look. <laughs> it's the, yeah. He looks like a cultist priest. 
Yeah, it really does. Uh, so, and then you have Flora, who is a, another being grown from a plant by Audric, who's good, who travels around on a flying fish, whose name escapes me, but it's not important. Is, it, is she telepathic? Can She's telepathic with, plants? with fl- plants, and she can sense Oon coming as well. Uh, as Oon arrives. So we have proof that Audric has been fucking around with plants in a weird way for a long time. Yeah, he's got some weird... Yeah. Like, this is veganism taken to the extreme, right? <laughs> you can't eat vegetables. Just They're also people. people. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, it'd be interesting to get Olivia's hot take on is it okay to eat a monster mind? Um, I think she'd probably be okay with it. Uh, so then as we... The next main character, as they're progressing through, they need to kind of escape the ring of light, uh, the ring of light, the shield of light, and kind of go. Oh, after. you missed a bit though. The the um the father had like a, a sample of the root. Oh, the survived. magic root. The whole like crux the magic of the root, yeah. which is like the other half of Master Sawboss and the Master well, It's basically his father has one half of the magic root, and he has one half of the magic root, and apparently he he sent the other half to Jace, and apparently if you unite the two, it'll stop the monster mines. Why the fuck didn't he just do that? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Oh, weird. I must have... I, I'm sure I was paying attention. I was taking notes. But I, I thought the other half of the route was Sorbos, no, was no, the monster mind. If you listen to the opening narrative in every yeah. episode, it's Jace searches for his father to unite the magic route and end the right. evil rule of Sorbos. That's weird. Maybe the episode itself actually contradicted it because I have to say now, Ulysses' theme tune is better. Really? I side on Jay. I side on Jay. Evidence of this comes from the fact that when I watch Ulysses, every episode, 26 episodes, I watch the entire opening credits every time. And we only watched it in a two week period. (laughs) By episode three of Jay, I was like, I'm just going to skip in a minute, I think. I really enjoyed the end credits song. I I always preferred the end credits song as well. Um, It is excellent, but it's just not as like. On the Catchy. on the on the note of um, the theme tune, I'm going to put a link to the show notes uh, for a guy who did a, an amazing remix of the uh, theme tune. I forget. He's done his, both, hasn't he? He's done Ulysses, he's done Ulysses and, and Jace, uh, yeah. Jace, and his name is store for time store, store for, for time. time store for time so i'm i'm going to make the argument then that the ulysses theme song is better because it more clearly lays out what is going on yep <laughs> you know what you're getting with the ulysses 31 sticks episode. in your head and yeah. everything yeah completely yeah so like that basically summarizes it really right like the the root needs to be merged they need to find his father and there's evil evil uh, plant monsters afoot yeah dj soul machine Check him out on YouTube. He did a fantastic funky remix of Ulysses 31 and a stellar remix of Jason the Wheel Warriors. I've actually been chatting to him on Reddit and I was like, do mask next. Do mask. He's like, it is high up on the list. So <laughs> Yes, mask was also another fa- favorite of mine when I was a kid. <laughs> that's, that's actually the one that I want to do after this because that's yeah. a hell of a lot of fun. As we're getting on with the story, Boone arrives, info dumps on everybody. And Gillian's like, right, the Lightning League. And does another massive, like, it's not massive info dump. He's just like, long ago, there was this band of warriors that fought against evil. They were called the Lightning League. And the leader had this ring, which is a deus ex machina for this, everything. This is the most macguffin show. Like, every, everything is a plot device to get you to the end of the episode. <laughs> I have I have started a list of the things that he does to you. <laughs> To, oh, with the ring to I mean, save through the day maybe I'll use it I'll bring it up in a later episode maybe uh, well I mean when we get to the end of this episode he brings it up so they're, they're, they're getting ready to they're getting ready to be like right we need to get the hell out of here 
people. They're like, we don't have a ship. So Gillian... get to that planet? Yeah. Oh, let's not forget when he gives him the ring, he takes him up to this cliff edge where there's this crystal formation, does some oobly boobly, and the ring appears out of it, and he's like, yes, the ring. Oh my God. I must thrust my fist in the air in defiance. She don't do that. <laughs> he like Lion Kings the ring, actually, yeah. <laughs> on the edge of a cliff, a precipice. He Lion Kings it out. And then he suddenly knows everything. But then it's like, who is the Lightning League? Even over the first five episodes, there's no Lightning League. No, like, it's, it's the just Jace. <laughs> I think it's, it's meant to be a, a Knights of the Round Table kind I, I, it, of Yeah, because it yeah. it's, it's a Star Wars King Arthur ripoff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need a ship to get out of there. Merlin, Merlin, I was calling him Merlin. <laughs> Space Merlin. Space Merlin. Space Merlin. Wait until we do Visionaries and we have to talk about Merklin. Oh, oh Visionaries. God. <laughs> oh, we can't do enough of these. Um, so, fuck, what's his name now? Gillian. Gillian. Thank you. I'm just like Merlin, Merlin, <laughs> Merlin, Merlin. So Gillian does some magical flare shit and brings down Herc Storm, basically breaks Herc's ship and makes him force him land on the planet. And uh, Herc just comes out and is like, hey, have you got this spy apart? And Gillian's like, yep, yeah, of course I do. Herc's like ready to go. I'm like, hey, can we come with you? He's like, haha. I'm going to hand solo you. I need money, bitch. And uh, they're like, well, we don't have any money. And then Gillian's just like, no, 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 it's fine. Gold? Gold sound good, you know. Yeah, um, mountain of gold. Anybody? Yeah, yeah, just mountain of gold. You know, I've just got. I feel light. we're missing. We're missing an important point. Point here as well. Herc Storm Sailor. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm just Herc. You can't assume Mr. Herc is Storm Sailor. Short for Hercules. But also, he's he's got to have chosen that name, right? Yeah, blatantly. There's no I mean, way that's Skywalker, real. Storm Sailor, yeah. hello, Stormtrooper. Like, yeah. He's like he just went. I want a cool name. Yeah. Also, this is the far distant future where space travel and weird science is readily available and we still have a gold-based economy. I mean, it's not unheard of it in seems, science. In it science seems stupid, though. The big question is, so what Gillian does to get passage on this, he, he's, he tricks him. He uh, temporarily turns this mountain of lead bricks into gold. Question one, where the fuck did he get the lead from in the first place? <laughs> where I know that? so much lead. <laughs> So much, literally a mountain of lead. So even if I, I actually when it when it eventually obviously the gold turns back to lead, and I'm like, even that much lead must be worth something. Yeah, you could probably sizable amount of lead. Trade that, yeah, yeah. something. Or you're just going to get lead poisoning. You know, one or the other. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they, uh, he agrees to give them passage, and they take all the vehicles onto the ship. And bear in mind, early on, the the monster mines are starting to attack, and uh, Jace is like, I'll hold them off with armed force. Oh, we completely brush over when he gives him the the car of the the vehicle, yeah. and he's Gillian like, has been sitting on a lot force. of shit." He's like, "Oh, there's magic rings, there's magic vehicles. Um, I've just been keeping it from you for no reason." Yeah, like this, Lightning League, etc. I, I used to have such a hard on for armed force as a kid. <laughs> One of my like like life ambitions when I was a kid was to get grow up and build a real life replica replica of armed force. <laughs> Well, there's still time. <laughs> Firstly, it's called Armed Force as well. Yeah. That is the most American names of all things. But it's also shit. I'm sorry. It's, it's a really shit it's a completely <laughs> protagonist's main vehicle. It's a, like a crane it's a digger. with a tiny laser. It's a digger. Like It's a digger yeah. with a laser. It's a digger, exactly. The, and the other it's ve- not even a digger. It's a grabber. The other vehicles in the main battalion are Spike Trike, which is the one with the... the Spiky, Drill? no, no, that's the one with the like, oh, a, like a, a weird spiky, uh, spiky arm on it. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a 
spiky are you know those things that they give you for beard growth the the spikes that you rub along your face and are supposed to open your pores to make beard grow faster i do not it's know basically one of those on the front of a car but big well, see now i'm even more confused Okay. We'll, we'll post pictures in the show notes. Yeah. Um, all links, whatever. Uh, just Google Jason the Wheel Warriors for fuck's sake. Uh, then you've got Drill Sergeant, which, That's as it. the name suggests, has a fucking massive drill on the top of it. <laughs> no, no, no. It has a tiny drill on the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yet it, the tiny drill can drill a hole big enough for the whole car to go yes, through. Yes, this is true. Uh, then you have Slingshot, which uh, is basically a Nerf cannon on wheels. It just fires Nerf discs out of it. Uh, you have the battle base, and I forget There's what the walker. Walk, I forget what the walk is called, but it looks fucking terrible and clunky as shit. Um, there's also, I think there's one more we're forgetting as well. But I'm impressed you remember that many. I remember um, armed force because he yells at it all the fucking time. Yeah. And the rest are just the other and vehicles. They're all controllable by wrist communication as well. Yeah, exactly. This lightning league is literally just him and his wrist control device, isn't it? Basically. And lack of self-preservation, but we'll come on to that in the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the uh, when he gives in the vehicles, he's like, the weapon systems aren't ready yet, by the way, so they're kind of just useless. So they load all the vehicles onto. Sorry, what has Gilliam been doing all this time? He's not finished the fucking vehicles. He's not really that worried about his magic dome. He's been collecting lead. <laughs> <Just in case. laughs> yeah. This will come in handy one day. This will be much more useful than That's the magic what he's, ring. he's been smelting lead bricks for months. Just like, I know what I'll do with this. I'm going to trick it. I'm going to club Jace over the head with it while he's asleep. <laughs> it's an annoying little shit. His dad will never know because he'll never come home. <laughs> Jace has daddy issues. Dad went out for cigarettes. <laughs> oh, okay. I will. Ra- I will try not to go on about it, but I'll try and wrap up the Ulysses parallels again. There's totally weird daddy issues in this, just like in Ulysses. <laughs> this is also set in a space in space that's not space. They have a giant. The, the ship Herc Storm Sailor's ship is a pirate frigate. It's a, it's a barge. With it sails. A barge. It's a space barge. Yeah. They yeah, even say, say we need say a solar sails. We need yeah, a space barge. It seems like the most inefficient form of space travel. So Exactly. And plants grow in space as well. Yeah. It's, well, and, they have and, satellites yeah. that, that are seeding the pods, um, which yeah. you see in uh, the next episode or the episode after, I think. So they get on the barge, they go to leave, and the vines finally break through and start wrapping around the ship. So Jace takes his vehicles out. He goes out in armed force and uh, starts attacking the monster mines. The monster mines are made up of like lots of the same vehicle repeated. So you, you've got um, Terra Trooper, KO Cruiser, um, the smaller version of Sawboss, and I forget what its name is. I always forget it. Um, but it bases something, right? Um, I forget. And then, but those are the main ones. Um, so he goes out to fight them. And all of a sudden, magically, weapon systems are working. He's shooting lasers. Pew, pew, pew. And uh, he gets, he, like, he's a bad driver. This is one thing that's a constant throughout the, the, the series. For, for, for a guy whose whole thing is, I'm going to fight these guys with vehicles, he can't drive for shit. But it is his first car. I think they start, <laughs> like Naomi just said, like uh, Gillian just gives him, that's the yeah. first time he's seen that they even had vehicles. And he's like, yeah, this is your car now. Yeah, yeah. massively irresponsible of Gillian. Yeah, just, hey, no lessons, go. Hey, teenager, here's your first vehicle. It's also a weapon. Um, so he, he goes out and fights him a little bit and then just drives the car into a ditch and gets stuck and then Flora has to drive, come out and help him and he gets really shirty about it and then he's like, Oon, take her back. He's so petulant as well for the saviour of the universe. He's literally a petulant boy. This is a classic example of where 
everybody around the protagonist is more competent and would be better off mm. in charge than the protagonist. Definitely. So they go do their fighty fighty and they finally kind of like not completely defeat but like you know subdue the monster minds head back into the ship as it's taking off and then just again it like kind of grabs uh the, the vines wrap around the ship and stop it from taking off and they jump into the battle base which has been loaded onto the top of the ship and now is the new command center for the ship because that's how ships work and uh Chase gets into this gun turret and you get the basically the don't get cocky kid bit from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> where he's shooting them out and then the monster mines destroyed. That turret, by the way, gets destroyed in damn near every episode, yet it's perfectly functional the next time around. <laughs> That's Gillian, though. He's just magic. He's yeah. just space magic. Yeah, there's That's a lot of just everything. like, you know, wave of hand and mm. it's fine. Uh, so that that gets shot on their stock and then we get MacGuffin-esque episode number one. So Jace goes out and does his little ma- ring of light magic might and uh, turns into a, 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 a playing card. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't written. know what I was a, seeing. I was like, how is this happening? A playing card laser is what I've written as use number one. <laughs> and and he's just, like encapsulated in it. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like in Star uh, in Star Wars, you know, the, the thing that they get frozen in, carbonite. Oh, it's yeah. basically that, but made of lasers. Yeah. And then he basically like <laughs> whizzes through all the va- all the vines that are attached to the ship and they get pulled apart and then he's back. As though he knew how to do that yeah. and what it was he's doing. So that would be the most terrifying situation. Yeah, could you imagine? You're just like, what the f- fuck is going on? In our Hordax Sepenta episode where you were like, Hordak turns his arm into tanks. What the fuck? That makes so much more sense than yes, it turning does. your entire self into a laser playing card. Yeah. And for the first use of this ring as well, I <laughs> I did not remember as a kid, from being a kid, I didn't remember what else he uses it for. But I was like, is this like its thing? Like, <laughs> is it going to do this every episode? He's going to become a flying card. There's just always going to be like zap through things. There's always going to be a be problem effective. that could be solved by becoming a flying laser card. That's it. But, well, when you're dealing with vines that are 10 foot wide and encroach upon everything at a very slow rate, it's like the perfect form to take, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally. I, I would agree. It's uh, like, this is the thing. The, the, the ring just does what it needs to do in any given episode perfectly. So uh, they finally get away and... Uh, he has a little bit of a, a monologue about how I, like, you know, this is a, just like this space lightning, we are unstoppable. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Space lightning? Space lightning. I can live with you, space lightning compared to some <laughs> of the other shit that goes on in this show. <laughs> I mean, there's plants in space, so there's got to yeah. be lightning, right? And uh, then we come to the the, the outro, which, like, like we were saying, is just a banging tune. I always want more of the outro music. Yeah, definitely. After that episode, we move on to... Episode two, which is called The Vase of Jung. <laughs> or oh, The yeah. Jug of Disappointment, <laughs> as I've called it. The Jug of Lies. <laughs> the Jung of Disappointment. Literally, I think, so I've really got nerdy in this and I have taken notes. The first thing I've written on this is how much time has passed? Yeah. What is like, just like, picking on him, is That's what been is my going question. on? His dad has had time to travel the galaxy, leaving really obscure, hard to find clues. Yeah. Rather than just like going to his kid. Or, you know, picking up a phone. Yeah. Yeah. By by episode two, Sawboss is like known all over the galaxy. Like Herc even says, you know, like he's everywhere. He knows a Sawboss. Oh, and this is a Sawboss controlled region of space and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's he. What is I mean, he's on? been busy. I don't think Jace's dad wants to go home to Jace. That, I mean, that's, I mean, would you? <laughs> there's no other reason. Instead, he's like, I'm just going to put together the world's stupidest fucking treasure hunt, and and I'm going to swan off and leave somebody else to clear up my stupid science mess. 
pretty much. And like, you know, as as the series transpires, you see all the weird places that he's been and the weird messages that he's left. It's just like, I think he doesn't want to see his kid. Yeah. Excuse me. Kid again. Agreed. I think that's the whole thing. I mean, we don't even know when Jace last saw him as of the start of episode one. (laughs) So this episode opens with them like getting like, is it Flora that gets some kind of sense about a planet and they head they head to this planet? Yeah. I yes, so. I believe so. And it's basically like, um, it's basically Tatooine. Yes, for all intents exactly. <laughs> and they, they end up at this uh, market place where they're, they're, they're uh, looking, the, the root, that's it, the root can sense the presence oh, of Audric. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, MacGuffin, it, mm-hmm. MacGuffin of MacGuffin. So many MacGuffins though in the whole thing. But yeah, that's it. The root can sense it and it leads them to a marketplace and then they find this guy selling a jug and just before they can complete the transaction... Some arbitrary some, some, raiders just come and steal everything, and they're like, "We need that." And it turns out that they've these raiders have gone to a, they're from a different planet, even though they were on like effective camelback, you know, into galactic camels. So they're like, "Oh, we need to go to." He tells them what planet they're on. It's like planet of the thieves, effectively. And Herc's like, "Hey, no, 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 fuck that. This is this is Sorbos territory." And we're like, "No, we're not going there." And then he's like, "How? But gold?" <laughs> the base, yeah. Oh, but this vase is made of gold, yeah. and there might be other golden vases there. The only characteristic is that he loves gold. Like legitimately, like, that can tell you nothing else about this character. And he he laughs a lot at his own misfortune at the end of every episode. It's like, ha ha, Herc didn't get his gold. Everybody laughs. <laughs> oh well, better luck next time. Yeah. Definitely, it gets worse and worse actually with Herc. I think in later episodes. So they go to the planet, and they have we said that they need this jug because there's a coded. Message oh yeah, there's a coded Jason's message on, on uh, from uh, from Jace's dad because he on had this time job. to do that. Yeah. Oh, it, they 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 saw it flash up briefly. Yeah, just wasn't it like it when Un, didn't Oon hit it with his lance and it showed up? Yeah, because we I think we undersold Oon a bit because he's got he's instilled with some kind of like ancient magic. Well, there's an episode that we will come onto in this in this show. Yeah. I think it's like episode four where you learn okay. about Oon's origins. Yeah. But yeah. So so you're like back back on the planet, Sorbos has made the entire civilization hand in all of their vases <laughs> for destruction, <laughs> yes. which I would argue would completely destroy civilization as you know it. This is a citizenry that rely on vases for like transporting all liquids. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, chuck them into the giant smelter. We'll come on to the fucking smelter. <laughs> oh my God. So what happens is Jace and Oon and Herc put on bed sheets and <laughs> go down to... Masters of disguise. Yeah, and go down to the planet like, this will be fine. Who would even recognise Herc though? Like maybe Jace if Sorbos is well, specifically Well no, because they, they get onto the planet him, but... and there's wanted posters up already with Jason Herc on it. That's, not Gillian, that's not Flora, not Oon, just Jason Herc. <laughs> So, so they're like, oh shit, we've we've got to be we've got to be careful. So they they're going around. They finally, you know, because the the root can sense the vase because reasons. They finally find the vase, and just as they just like you say, just as they find it, all vases got to go to Sorbos at the temple. So they start kind of like they, they Jace just steals a vase and starts heading towards the temple with reckless abandon. And as he gets there, he sees like the vase in a wheelbarrow about to be tipped in and just like is like fuck it runs after it goes it to grab himself it. in <laughs> un, un, there's some comical stuff with un where someone stands on his sheet and pulls it off him and they're all like it's them get them and uh un and jace fall into this massive pit uh so the pit closes 
there's a, a vine-laden CCTV camera in the corner. Yeah. I think we'll just have to Tur- pause turns there out, Turns out that. this is actually the blast furnace itself. Yes. So, like, Sawboss lights this big ring of, like, fire that's slowly coming down and melting everything. And this is where Jace's sense of self-preservation comes into question. Because for the rest of the episode, until the, the vehicle show up to save him, all he does is stand there and stare at him. He's it. so close yeah. as well. Like, he'll every, no. every cut, <laughs> every cut, it's just Jace. He's staring. playing it like James Bond. Like, <laughs> this is such a Bondian villain no, no, moment. No, no, where... no. This is, this is a Trumpian moment of staring at the sun. But like, because he could leave. Like, you can't beat he me, could, I will stare at he you. He could at least back off a little bit, but he's like, no, no, I have to be face to face with the pile of molten vases. Gold. No, it, and it, they're all oh, sorry, gold, gold because this gold. comes yeah, into play is... later with the monster mine. I don't know how Herc is having so much trouble getting hold of gold because yeah, this universe pretty, is just it's everywhere. you with gold. This is like regular citizens throwing their everyday vases into just, a hole uh, and know. they're all made of gold. Every single one it's of like them. It's like those scenes of hyperinflation like, from post-World War One Germany where people are just wandering around with a wheelbarrow full of money because it's meaningless. You just take your vase with you everywhere you go because it's the most valuable thing you've got. Maybe he's just standing there thinking like, how... Just turning into a giant laser card get me out of this situation. <laughs> it takes him a bit of time to calculate it. I w- and we actually we completely glossed over the bit where they get discovered in the town and they ride off in horses and Jace is on a horse which knocks over the monster mine vehicles. He just runs past yes. and they just go flip. It's like how not it's only so bad. not only that, but then after after he knocks over a couple of vehicles, they they fail to keep up with the horse. So these are, <laughs> I mean. One horsepower vehicles, Less than basically. <laughs> what was the Suzuki Vitara? The you know the four by four Suzuki like off roader that they release, which just rolls all the time. That's what the monster mines were yeah. all based on. They've all just got Suzuki Vitara chassis. There's a bit where they're even beaten by a vase launch, for one of a better word. Yeah. A, a bunch of vases like <laughs> tumble down and fall on some of the cars, and they all just like spill ludicrously all over the place but they then get covered in gold and run molten gold and they're just fine yes. so like they're absolute shit but they can survive being covered in molten gold and just become sparkly golden monster mines so yeah eventually Jace is stuck in here just mindlessly staring at a smelter meanwhile Gillian Herc and the others Flora basically get the rest of the vehicles and head off to save Jace from himself <laughs> And uh, they, they, this is where Drill Sergeant comes into play and just immediately drills, drills a hole through solid concrete underground. Just uses its tiny little drill, <laughs> yeah. massive hole. Drills through the edge of a blast furnace, which, you know... Which should be reinforced, right? Yep, yep. Uh, he drives in, they get into armed force, drive off, and this is where all the monster mines are spilling in behind... Oh, they don't just drive off straight away, sorry. Herc stops, gets a massive fucking net and fills it with, like, half of the vases. Because he's just like, I gotta have gotta me get some that gold. gold. Gotta get that gold. Like, I mean, was this like a real push for kind of like capitalism? <laughs> you know, I know because I know, he, he never yeah. succeeds though, does he? He's like, at least in the episodes I've seen so far, he no, always no, ends no. the episode slightly worse off than he started. Well, I don't know. Morally, we spoke if not last time about like the morals of some of the eighties cartoons, and, and Chase is actually <laughs> another one that doesn't have any active moral messages and things. But maybe this one is like 
greed doesn't pay yeah. or whatever. I, I, I guess, I guess like, he's constantly after God, never gets it. Mm. Yeah, I guess with the, with relation to, to Herc, it's just like, hey, be grateful for what you've got, I guess, which is an annoying little sh- teenage brat, I know, a I space mean, I know wizard going, and a plant girl. Yeah, um, I know we're going through these episodically, but like, why the fourth episode or so? I'm like, is Herc their captive? Like, <laughs> yeah. is he a prisoner now? Well, I mean, they did like, trick him, didn't they? Well, Herc, 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 in the first place. In the they first episode, he says, I'm sticking him. with you till you pay me. But he does yeah. care for them. Like, he's, he, yeah. you know, he's, he says and does I'm, things in, a, in his grumpy way that indicates he does care. But they did, you know, they deceived him into service. <laughs> they yeah, really did. Paying for his space fuel or anything like, yeah. and they're always like, "You need to go here," and he's like, oh, "I'm not so sure." And then they kind of like gaslight him into going, basically. <laughs> yeah, completely. And like, as we can, as we know in that episode, he's already wanted by Sawboss, so he's kind of fucking stuck with them at this point. Mm. It's, I mean, it's a life on the run, one way or another. So he might as well try and end it he by turn help. them in. Eh, I, that may even come up in an episode. I don't know. It feels like it'd be probably too heavy, but I'm not remembering. It's been a while <laughs> since I watched all 65. I normally I normally get about 10 episodes in and I realise, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> and now you've committed us. Skipping way, way ahead, by the way. This show never has a proper ending, if I remember rightly, yet the last episode is called Final Ride at Journey's End. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he, never, he never finds his dad, which confirms my theory that his dad doesn't want to be found. Well, there was, like, when I was a kid, I was convinced um, that Sawboss was his dad. <laughs> Even though the opening credits, I know, kind of dispute that. Just the fact that he—it's it, it such a like Star Wars ripoff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, his dad right. could have become Sawboss. You know, Un could have yeah. misunderstood what was going on there, and I mean, that was—I'm sure that's not what happens at all. But. No, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's um, Un is, and his dad definitely escape. It's quite quite clearly shown in the exposition dump via yeah. Un's mouth. So as they uh, escape through the blast furnace as we mentioned the 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 melted vases cover all the monster mines with gold and apparently they function fine just absolutely fine they're just nice and glittery and herc's dragging this massive bag of vases along with him and they turn up this alleyway and all the cars get through fine but the vases no no they get stuck and stop it's not like you know what like i know that gold is one of the softest metals they would break, right? They would, they, they would, like, if you're, if you attach a load of gold vases to the back of, like, a super... I don't know if it would break, but surely physics would just mean that things jostled around yeah, until they moved through. Yeah, exactly. You could have gotten them. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think he was really committed. And uh, so eventually the, 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 the bag splits and another one that all the monster mines are foiled by vases. <laughs> yeah. This is it. This is the vase launch. Just yeah. vases. This is why, this is why Soul Lost wants rid of them. And uh, so they, they they start making their way back to uh, back to the space barge. Space barge. Thank you. And and now I forget what the MacGuffin <clears throat> the MacGuffin uh, ring the MacGuffin oh, oh, is. Yeah, it's a really minor one in that episode where he just points it at one of the like um, Sorbos uh, enemies and just like oh yeah, it just bright light. Like a cannon shooting at him, and he points the ring, and the ring hits the cannon, and the cannon goes yeah, the other way. Yeah, it, it, it diverts it to, and, and attacks some innocent bystanders instead. But it's yeah. okay because it's the planet of the thieves. They're bad people. <laughs> well, that's you hear that thieves. You're all bad. <laughs> Based economy. <laughs> What's a few deaths? I mean, yeah, as long as they don't touch the vases, it's fine. Um, so yeah, and then they basically get away. They don't. I, they. Did they get the face? I have no idea. 
I can't remember. I, it's, I feel I, like it doesn't matter. Because it, no, by it the doesn't. next episode, they're back at square one being like, how are we ever going to find Audric? If only there was some <laughs> so way. Weird. I, I don't remember if they got the, the thing. No, time. I didn't note it either. I should, like, key point, completely forgotten. <laughs> Never mind. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, this is like, obviously you wouldn't normally watch, you know, 65 episodes of this all in one go. This is not binge watching TV, so every episode would reset and the next week the little kid would not care that it was the same plot again but with different MacGuffins. Oh, I'm hoping for progression. That's what I'm looking for. I, I've started to log like the theories that I have of where this will go next because we're only watching five episodes at a time. So at the end of the five, I'm like, these are the things I think will happen. Okay. In the next five or over the whole thing. I, so, gu- I guarantee disappointment is in order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. So, I'm just being fun, basically. <laughs> so the next episode uh, is the one where we get Oons origin story uh which is uh steel against shadow is this the stupid fucking magic armor no no it's not the power helmet um it's yeah no it is it is the stupid helmet one it is the stupid helmet helmet. one yeah it's the power helmet um it's the darth vader helmet or it reminds from mask it's the main bad guy from (laughs) oh venom the venom mask Uh, no i don't think i think it more looks like the helmet from nightmare but with eye holes maybe maybe it's all of these things it's whatever you want it to be. So it's the the episode opens uh, with Gillian telling the story of Valoroth, who was a powerful weapons maker that didn't want people to die. So he made like living suits of armor uh, that instantly rebelled and were like, "No, no, we're going to kill you." And so he, um, but he eventually like dismantles them and turns his craft to making the Eternal Squires, which is where Oon comes from, which is why Oon is a living suit of armor, but tiny, so he can't rebel. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that's stopping him. Yeah, they, they basically <laughs> he was made, six what? foot four. He, 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 took, he took the premise and just scaled it down and was like... <laughs> yeah, what went wrong was that I made them too big, not that I made them sentient and evil. And he's just given him the, the most useless melee weapon ever. He's yeah. giving him a lance, but there's no, no sign of a horse at all. No, no. I thought he was a lancer. I, mean, I thought he was a robot. He no, no. It's just a living suit of armor, mm. and more often than not, because he falls apart so often, they just pop him back together. But more yeah, often, his head rolls off. Episodes, doesn't it? His yeah. head just rolls off. Yeah, completely. Uh, one thing that does happen um, is more often than not with his lance is that he uses it more as a pole vault than anything else. Sensible, yeah. I guess, or as a pokey stick. Just no, he doesn't use from. it as it. It unintentionally works as a pole vault. Like he's <laughs> running and he trips and it catches on something, right? He rarely ever does it intentionally. It's just a... Uh, yep, completely. Yeah, so the lance is kind of... It's another MacGuffin, really. It, yeah. It, it does what's plot convenient, but I mean, also comedic. Yeah, it, it's always... And we'll come on to that in the next episode because it plays a factor quite heavily. So... The last thing that uh, this Balroth created before all his shit was dismantled, he turned to the Eternal Squires, was this one helmet that was supposed to be like the most powerful thing ever. And if uh, whoever wields it will have un- unimaginable power, but it might be evil. And Jace is just like immediately, hello, hell yes, let's go get it. We need it to fight Sorbos. <laughs> I can use this to find my dad, I guess. And Herc's like, no, 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 we're not going there. Don't know, no, there's bad places, but more Sorbos territory, whatever. Uh, and they immediately go, but it's in a hall of gold. <laughs> He's like, yeah. son of a bitch, you know, like, I'm in. Like, uh, Gillian, like, basically goes to bed. And then Jace is like, but there's gold. 
Yeah, he's the worst leader. And the thing is, when Gillian wakes up, he's just like, oh, well, we're going now. Never he's, mind. Gillian is a pure enabler. Yeah. He, he says, oh, something along the lines of, well, you are the leader because you've got the ring. And uh, I've written a direct quote here. And he said, once you've taken the first step, the journey must be completed. <laughs> <laughs> like on the on the mad decision to go and find the so, evil yeah, helmet. So yeah, Gillian but... tells them this story. And then it's like, oh, but I mean, don't like act upon it at all. Don't like, I've told you about this ultra powerful artifact, but I don't want you to think about it anymore at all. Anyway, I'm going to bed. Yeah, he's telling like a campfire story, basically, yeah. effectively. Yeah, completely. Then, yeah, they decide, right, we're going after it. So Jace and her set course and they go to this planet. And they're like they're looking around for for, for anything, and it, it's pretty much just a barren wasteland, right? There's not much there. And then all of a sudden, the ground just starts opening, and they're like, "Quick, get away!" And they get away by just driving. They drive straight into the crevice. <laughs> it's amazing. Place to go in an earthquake, right? You go in <laughs> to the center of the quake. Completely, more proof that Jace. The, the worst tool that you could have given this guy to fight with is a vehicle. They should have given him a horse. He was fine on the horse. <laughs> Arguably would have made for a slightly more interesting dynamic. Horses yeah. v carts. He's, he's got no time knowledge, basically. No. He, right? Like, is not expected from a 16-year-old who's just been told he's the leader of the Lightning League. <laughs> give what? him some cars, etc. <laughs> well, to be fair, all the vehicles seem to be pre-programmed with automatic system you know he's like hey spike trike defense system one yeah. and it does whatever it needs to despite the fact that none times, of the weapon systems were ready in the first episode and yeah, like there are times it cuts to him and he's steering the vehicle but it's like why what, what's the point why are you steering the vehicle just like just doing important. with your voice yeah <laughs> just siri it mate although if yeah, it was anything exactly. like alexa it'd be like um sorry i don't understand what you mean by system two. What is it like? Whenever you say you're like, "Hey Alexa, turn on vapor kitchen. vapor kitchen," and she's like, "I'm sorry, I don't know baby kitchen." No, it's baby chicken. Baby chicken, yeah. Yeah, my, like, yeah. stupid woman. She doesn't know baby chicken. Because to, to to keep with the theming of uh, of the podcast, all the lighting in the house is all vaporwave lighting <laughs> schema. This is probably why you're always tired and have headaches. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. In my everlasting quest to find a moral in these episodes, the helmet is drugs. And you should say no to drugs. Because basically, he puts the helmet on, starts hearing voices, it makes him feel invincible. I mean, it's basically PCP. It's PCP yeah, yeah. slash meth, something between the two. Like, he can't quite... He puts it down, but he keeps calling to him, so he keeps going back to it. He, he, he sneakily puts it on at one point in the episode as well for no reason. Well, doesn't it it's call not, to him in, like, in his yeah, sleep? Yeah. yeah. Because, exactly. you know, the, the addiction phase of drugs where you just, <laughs> yeah. you need that fix, right? And he's mean he to Oon. He alienates his friends. Yeah, he's mean and rude. <laughs> all, well, not, not all of a sudden, because he's sort of rude anyway, but yeah. yeah. More so. More, he's more teenager than teenager. <laughs> so, yeah, he gets this helmet. Um, they, they basically go down into this chasm and this is where the helmet is and it's in this weird, like, crystal cage thing. And uh, they're like, how, does the, how do we open this? And it just opens. <laughs> Don't yeah. even worry, kids. You can just take this magical artifact. And then immediately, as on cue, the monster minds show up. They're like, oh no, how are we going to fight them? We can't use our vehicles for reasons. So Jace is like, I'll put the helmet on, then just basically Iron Man's them. Is like, just <laughs> yeah. shoots shit out of his arms and is like, yeah, you're fucked. And so they're like, hey, this is awesome. We'll take it with us. But as he takes it off, uh, Un 
kind of sees like a face on Jace's face and is like, the fuck? It's really creepy. Mm. Well, like, yeah. A kid's cartoon. Totally. So they go back to the barge and Jace is keeping the helmet in, in, his, in his bedroom because it's his helmet, no one else's helmet. You can look at it privately. Um, the helmet. While he's asleep, the helmet starts kind of calling to him like, hey, hey, you want me? You want me, kids? Come on. <laughs> you want drugs? You want drugs? You want more drugs? <laughs> I, I got some drugs in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts it on, he kind of puts it on mindlessly. And then um, Oon walks in and he's like, what are you doing? He just shouts Oon and scares Oon. He sees the face again. And uh, I forget where they end up next. <clears throat> I can't fucking remember. They end up on another. They end up. This episode arbit- is a mess. It really is. Yeah, yeah. They end up on uh, some other planet, and they're trying the the monster minds attack again. And Jace is forced to use the helmet uh, because, oh my god, the vehicles are fucking useless yet again. It's probably because they drove the, them the into key, a chasm. But the key, the key concept of this entire show is quite often proved to be fucking useless. <laughs> yeah. This is why the toy line fails. Why would I want this shitty vehicle when I could have a I, magic I, helmet? When I was thinking about this, because the toy, like, the toys are shit too. If you look at the toys in real life, they're shit. The cars in the show are shit. Like, the enemy cars are equally as shit. I don't know, Sawboss actually... Bo- is pretty cool. Okay, yeah. So, sorry, yeah. The, the core ones that fight on the weekly basis are all shit. But they do fight exactly like if you're a kid with those toys yeah, and you're just, just like ramming them, ramming them in, <laughs> throwing one apart and stuff like they they emulate child play pretty well. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, the one like actually just reminded me of like the one sequence in the opening credits where they're all kind of like driving across these vines that are just suspended in space. And there's this one bit where uh, Flora drill uses drill sergeant to drill into the vine and go underneath it, but there's nowhere to go. <laughs> now that bothered me as a kid. Maybe that has stuck with me out. the entire time. I'm like, what were the animators thinking right here? <laughs> and they were thinking, yeah. kids. Uh. They're not going to ask questions. They, the anime, they threw something away as well, actually, because the toys had like interchangeable parts no no and they didn't exchangeable parts it's exchangeable (laughs) capital x nice yeah but they didn't well so far five episodes down they haven't taken one thing from a different car and put it onto another yet no which is like you you see in the opening credits where um they i think it's gillian sends that laser or the one of the lasers and it shoots and attaches to armed force or whatever or no um flora sends it to gillian and he uses it that's it uh, but yeah that was the, that was one of the main centric parts of the toys is that they had x changeable parts because you know x gonna give it to you not anymore <laughs> for those listening at home you can't see nero doing a giant x with his forearm every time he's in. um so yeah so you get um they basically have to fight the monster mines again. The vehicles are rendered useless because reasons. So Jace puts on the helmet and then bec- uh, like it takes over him and he becomes this suit of armor and he's just like, ha ha ha, now I'm free. I'm going to destroy you all. Enter MacGuffin Ring yet again. Because <laughs> they're just like, fight it, Jace, fight it, Jace. And then Gillian's just like, Use the MacGuffin. <laughs> yep. And he full on just de-robo helmets himself with it. That's all he does. He just yeah. ring, helmet gone. And the, 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 like, he separates from the armor and the armor's independent. And they're like, oh no, oh no. And then Gillian's like, don't worry. The whole problem with the armor is it's just a weapon, which it's not. It's, it's not, armor. No, an armor is almost the opposite of a weapon. It's defense. I would argue. 
Uh, and so, and they're like, without a person inside it, it's useless. And it just crumbles apart. Sick burn, basically. <laughs> you should they be- belittle it and say you're nothing without another person. I just like, but, and, it, and it dies. Or, no, no, it's like, oh, and then goes back to its like weird lattice prison thing in the rent in the ground. Yeah. And, but like, what do you think Oon's thinking? It's like, I'm I'm nothing. Maybe there's a midget in Oon that we don't know about or just a little mouse. I did just assume he was a robot because it was, it's that kind of show where there's a kid, an annoying kid with an annoying robot. No, the robot, well, the robot. <laughs> I had, yeah, Ulysses. Oon has made me have a fresh appreciation for No-No from Ulysses 31. Yeah, there's I, a competition. Like, No-No is the superior small mechanical companion completely completely um i will say uh the only robot the, the robots in this are the zoggies okay flora's little like tamagotchi Ooh, things yeah like all the, the little oh. like yeah that the, like don't really play much of a role in much of anything but they're there i guess <laughs> for some comedic relief at times yeah yep. the scutters and, and red dwarf by this point end of episode four i'm like the flying fish has not done enough things yeah, I mean, the flying fish is just Flora's mode of transport when she's not in a vehicle, that's it. She's just lazy. Yeah, it's made one squeaky noise yeah, at some much. point, and that's it. I'm like, what's going on? Come on, give me more is, fish. Is it going to have, more. like, a bigger role later on? Uh, I, I, no. Are there going to be Flora-centric episodes? Uh, there is. Spoilers. There, there are, I think there are more Flora-centric episodes. But so as they put the helmet back in its cage and everything, Herc's just like, oh, my gold, my gold. And then he kind of like bangs the wall and it crumbles away a bit and he realizes the whole entire thing's gold. A time charge to explode the whole <laughs> yeah. re- helmet and it's too late to do anything about the gold. Yeah, he's just like, no, my gold. Yeah, again, and they get back and they just get, they, it ends once again with them on the ship just laughing about Herc not getting his Herc's gold. Herc's dreams have died once again. <laughs> it is a running joke, isn't it? Yeah. And by the, this is the point at which I was like, he, he's been kidnapped. <laughs> this isn't right. Like, he's not doing this for his own will. Not at all. Not at all. Um, so then we come on to probably my favorite episode in the first five, which is the Silver Crusaders episode. Which is, it starts off with Sawboss. Uh, um, Sawboss's underling, I forget his name, it's not important, but he's basically got that Frankenstein's assistant voice, the Igor voice, that high-pitched nasally whine. And he's like, oh, Sawboss, the residents of this planet are putting up a bit of a fight. They keep driving us away. And Sawboss is like, I'll send the biggest vines ever. And he sends this, uh, this <laughs> way. send my most ferocious vine. <laughs> Is this like another one? It sends the vine of vines, though, that can literally go from one planet all the way through space. Like, no, it's, it's, all, it's got a, this is the first time you see the satellites that he's got, which have got the vines in them, and then they reach down from space into the oh, planet because, you know, atmospheres are not a thing. I would like to know what year um, Day of the Triffids was published in relation to Jason the Wheeled Warriors. <laughs> way before, mm. way before. Day of the Triffids is like fucking 50s well, or this 60s. Is, this is also the first episode where you see one of the monster minds like transform into like a person caricature instead of the vehicle that they are. They, they can only take, uh, so this is a, this is actually part of the law, they can only take per, the humanoid form inside Audric's lab, which is where so Do you mean... Technodrome. Yes, Technodrome. Definitely. Because <laughs> I also have a crazy theory that Sawboss is Krang. <laughs> I like His head is massive and brain-like and they're in the Technodrome and the Technodrome, even in this, transports itself around the place That's like true. the Technodrome yeah. does. But he's just, yeah, every episode he's like, by the black light, take me there. And then as soon as he arrives, Jace is fucked off and he's like, shit. <laughs> 
This is Every just a time. series about people failing to get what they want repeatedly. Across the board. It's really sad. It's good life messages, though. <laughs> Kids, Again, don't even try. This calls back to Ulysses. The ultimate message is, life is shit. It's going to be a hard slog and you'll never get what you want at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the ending will be ultimately unsatisfying. <laughs> nice. so, I'm starting to stitch a ludicrous timeline of cartoons now where I think that this is set in the same universe as Ulysses <laughs> but later on and that Jace is actually Ulysses and oh, what's the alien girl's name? Flora. No. Oh. Um, uh, uh, Calypso. I was going to say Calliope. Calypso. No, that, no, no, no. She's you, an alien girl. No, you're on about Umi. Oh, you mean Telemachus. Umi. 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 She's got a white strip of hair. Who has mm. white hair? Umi has white hair. Umi. And yeah. Yeah, and then this is like later on in the universe because it's space space in space that's not space. And then <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is when they defeated Saw Boss and he's just a brain now traveling in his technodrome. I can't wait to hear your how, how this is going to tie into Mask. <laughs> yeah, well, it already has. This is the Mask. Yeah, the, the Venom first helmet. Mask. So is, is Mask set in the past of Jason the Wolf? Oh, is, is Mask the original Lightning League? Oh, it happen first, yes. Yeah, Mask is the Lightning League that Gillian talked about because they all fight in vehicles. Yep. Yep. It's all coming together. Yes. Interesting, like, interesting sidebar. Do you know what mask actually stands for? Mobile armor strike command. <laughs> okay, yeah, good, good, good. Command with a K. I didn't know that. Yes. So I also, I, well, no. Are we gonna we're we gonna do mask the series? Oh uh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. We should, all sixty-five of them. Misheard on, uh, the lyrics of the song and thought it was mask always working overtime, <laughs> which made sense to me because they had day jobs as well. So I was like, yeah, you know, keepers every day. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, no. The full mask series is on YouTube. Uh, oh yeah, next yeah. coming next definitely. Yeah, and this episode they mon- uh, monster mind saw boss sends these vines over to this planet. And the whole thing about this planet is because it's got a really powerful sun, all the plants grow super super large because that's how photosynthesis works. It doesn't, you know, I mean, like you've been to Australia, everything's massive there, right? They have <laughs> they have human sized strawberries in Australia because the sun is stronger. <laughs> so. They're on. It, it then cuts to Jace and everyone on the on the barge, and Herc's looking at the scope thing, and he's like, "Vines just don't come that big. It must be something weird." Hey, Gillian, look at this. They don't come that big, and Gillian just hits the console a few times and like, "No, it's not broken. They do come that big." And then just strolls off and is like, "Whatever." Not my problem. But it gets on the together. He's like, "Jace, our nemesis is doing something rather peculiar." Okay. <laughs> Uh, so Jace comes up and like, all right, we have to go and investigate. He's like, do you? Do you really? It's, I mean, it's, yeah, do, it's not really on their way or anything. Is he's it? like, his argument is like, well, if Sawboss wants something, maybe we want we want it first. Sawboss clearly has all his own plans, though. Like he's Jace is like a small part of Sawboss's overall five year strategy or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> the the Sawboss five year plan. <laughs> Which I think he's probably well on his way to fulfilling. I mean, like, the amount of shit he's done, if he's if this is only a five-year plan, the guy is productive. Well ahead of schedule. Yeah. You know, he controls regions of space. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> so they go down to this this planet and they land down there and they're like, oh, wow, what's this? And it's a giant strawberry. And like, it looks like a strawberry. So Gillian just walks up and does takes the Prometheus, uh, not the Prometheus, the Alien Covenant... Uh, approach to landing on an alien planet, which is, I'll just start inhaling and eating all the the yeah, local flora. Stick my and face in all this strange alien stuff. It'll be yeah. fine. 
yeah, it looks like a strawberry. It must be a strawberry. <laughs> just eat it. And he's like, oh, it tastes like a strawberry. I'm sure I won't die. <laughs> so they figure out that, okay, so boss wants it because of the enriched soil. We're going to get bigger monster mines, which barely play a fucking role in this episode. They do. They are bigger, but they, it, it just means nothing. So Jace and co are intercepted by these jock knights, for want of a better word. <laughs> They're just big douchebag knights, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, and they're like hey anyone who lands on our planet is an asshole and we're gonna kill you uh, you have to come and face our leader and they take them back to the castle but Oon manages to escape en route and goes back to try and uh, fi- find them all and gets um, gets the fish this is one place where the fish because the fish <laughs> takes him to the castle and so Jason Gillian and Herc are all taken off to the castle and they get there and they're like the punishment for coming to our planet is you have to face our leader in mortal combat but it, but you have to wait because we're in the med- middle of a leadership challenge and it's basically who can pull the sword from the stone but it's a shield this time I, yeah, this is, yeah this is the sword and stone rip off yeah. mixed with frat house like pi sigma pi or whatever it is yeah. like bro like yeah, you gotta be you gotta beat me if you want to be in charge. <laughs> oh, the punishment is having to fight me. It's it's ridiculous. Like they well, I love that due to like in the other room. due to a clerical error, there's nobody for them to fight when they show up. Basically, <laughs> yeah, it's like sorry, you have to wait. We're doing some admin at the moment. The manliest of Men admin. Then will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> so. um what happens is Jace is like, I'll try out for leader because one guy tries and fails and apparently the punishment for failure is being sent to the dungeon with monsters. And Jace is like, I'll try. And Gillian's like, okay, yeah, you go and he's going to work some magic. But by working magic, what he does is sit there and watch Jace struggle for like five minutes and then goes... It's just like, okay, now I'll help. So he, he does his wibbly wibbly woo magic and the uh, the shield starts loosening. Meanwhile, Oon's gone back to the ship and all he can find are the zoggies and he gets the fish, the flying fish. This cartoon's fucking drippy. Uh, he gets the flying fish and he's like, right, we've got to take me to wherever they are. Uh, like He's like flying through and he sees the castle on the rise and he's like, that must be the castle that they've gone to. Oh no, he's, I wonder if that's the castle where they are as opposed to what? There is nothing else in the business. Yeah, this is, this is so typical of shows like this where you go to a planet and it's like there's only one type of terrain or climate and there's one city and everybody has the same defining trait. It's very Star Trek, in fact. We're like, we're an entire race of people defined by one trait. Uh, yeah, which is bro. And we have one castle. <laughs> this is night bros. <laughs> <laughs> who, who incidentally are very, very lackadaisical with sword safety. <laughs> just waving <laughs> around. This is like just rowdy, just rowdy lads. That's, just it. Like, That's all they are. Waving sword around. It's, just, it's like, oh, my arms off. Oh, sorry, Bob. <laughs> I guess you can't challenge for leadership now. Whoops. <laughs> Oon's flying over on the fish. Jace is pulling the shield out. And Oon kind of falls off the fish because he's Oon. And his lance gets stuck in the drawbridge. And then I forget exactly how it transpires, but again, we get some pole vault action. And Oon goes hurtling through the sky and his lance just happens to land in like the arm brackets of the shield and clings it out of the stone. And they're all just, new leader, new leader. He's on shield. They're like, yes, this is our leader. <laughs> Even though they're all like, let me say, they're all homogenous, like seven foot tall, buff dudes. <laughs> and Oon is like a midget, you know, effectively. They're like, this is the leader. Yeah, proper meritocracy. And immediately, Jace is like, hey, 
tell them to help us. And uh, at this point is where the monster mines show up and they're, because meanwhile, the monster mines of the vines have reached the earth. And there's one point where Gillian pulls out a sexton and he just looks at this guy and goes, the mine, the, the vines will hit the, the ground in two hours, 35 minutes and 38 seconds, approximately. <laughs> she was like, oh, like he's such a showboat. That's exactly how sextons work. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a great word, sexton. It's mad though, because they basically use man- magic to manipulate a simple people into doing their bidding. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like Again, talking about morals, what? What is going on? Yeah. It's okay to cheat as long as they don't notice. Like, and then once you've cheated, like, you know, roll with it. Yeah. Do, do we think that maybe Sawboss is the good guy? Like, we don't know what he's doing in the rest I mean, of the universe. We don't know that it's bad. Well, he's... He's, could, he could be looking to feed the universe still yeah. just as a sentient being. Yeah, I mean, he's... Oh, what's he doing? He's growing plants everywhere. Yeah, that's terrifying, mm. actually. Who's he hurting? Maybe yeah. may, maybe this is it. This, there's a big subversion. Sawboss is the good guy. He's trying to spread... Spread? Spread. He's trying to spread food everywhere by planting his vines and letting them grow because that was his ultimate purpose and everyone's just assumed that he's evil because they, he's called Sawboss. Well, not even everyone, no. just Jace. And, and who? who called him Sawboss? It was probably Audric. Oh my God. One mm. of my crackpot theories that's probably relevant right now is that the root is actually like the bride of Sawboss because he's very Frankensteinian, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? And, and the monster in yeah. it. And that actually he's trying to get another Sawboss because all these minions stupid and, and sort of useless they're like clones aren't they replicants mm. of him that aren't as good as him so that, that he's just looking for love yeah this and whole you do time. have that scenario in frankenstein where the monster asks frankenstein for a bride and he's like oh no i would never do such a terrible thing that oh god no and that triggers a lot of problems yeah. so and that's chase's dad he snaps the root in front yeah. of him and then like, i'm giving this to my son huh. yeah you're not having a wife fuck you yeah, the the we never find out what his surname is, but whatever that family line is, dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they end up getting into a huge yet comical battle with the monster mines. I believe the ring MacGuffin uh, element of this episode is basically uh, who is the uh, Roman the Roman legend about all the shields on the saw, or the Greek legend with the shields that reflect well, the- all the. All the light. Archimedes, isn't it? Oh, oh okay. Archimedes, Archimedes like yes. He made, yeah, you know, mirror wall and yeah. burned mm. a ship. So that's the ring's MacGuffin power, and this is the power of Archimedes' mirror wall. Because <laughs> all the all the knights are like on top of the vehicles and everything with their with their shields, and he's just like Jason's like angle angle the vehicles like twenty five percent to the west, and he's just like ring of light, magic might, and the sun's just like <laughs> and every all the all, all all the plants that came there for the sunlight so they could grow bigger were just like oh no sunlight my only weakness <laughs> I'll fall on my side instantly this is too much sunlight once again a bit more vehicles just randomly falling over <laughs> sideways things are so fragile well. I'm going These back to like heaviest vehicles <laughs> ever I'm going back to my Suzuki Vitara or also um, army like army issue uh, land road like jeeps uh, the yep. Land Rovers, those things roll like a motherfucker. Well, like the, the old Brian Robbins taking corners, you know, the three-wheelers. <laughs> yeah. You take a corner and it just rolls out. <laughs> yes, don't, if you're going to plan to take over the universe with vehicles, don't base your car design on a Robin Roller. Yeah, we just had a we just had a snapping crane thing to the top of it. And then <laughs> yeah, that's not going to unbalance yeah. it at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, the practicality of these vehicles is all over the fucking shop. It's not great. It's, one- you can tell they were unfinished when Gillian gave them to Jace. The one thing about um, Spike Strike that always gets me is that in some she- in some shots it's got a wind sh- windshield and some it doesn't. That's fine. I mean, maybe that's one of it. Mind down, maybe? Changeable parts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> X going to give it to you and going to take it away as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they beat they basically beat the uh, monster minds with the power of cheating a uh, less a more primitive civilization yeah. into doing their bidding and then take away their new leader. Yeah, and they're fine with it because you know reason. In, in, in a literally flash thirty second exposition dump, they're like, "Thanks for letting us take away your new leader." Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. Bye. Mm-hmm. And then the, all the night. This is where the lackadaisical sword safety comes into play. The, all the knights are just like, "We can't let go of our swords. We'll just wave goodbye with them in the." <laughs> This is the traditional waving goodbye of our people. It's, it's very it's bloody. Or isn't it? Like, they're just spelling out words. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they thought they were sparklers. <laughs> oh shit! We forgot. <laughs> forgot to swap out our arm attachments. Maybe they, the Hordak arm problems. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was sparklers, but it was cannons. <laughs> and then we come on to the last episode for this episode, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, episode five: Go Ship. Where Jace, um, they get the the root again senses Jace's father on this old abandoned space barge, which immediately hurts. Like, no man, these things are used to transport toxic waste. That thing's been floating. No, this is a fucking stupid idea. And uh, once again, hey, but there could be gold. Even though it's like, even though it's like, it's a junker used for transporting toxic waste and shit. Like, but gold. There could be gold. Yeah, I mean, we don't know there isn't gold. And Herx is like, fine. This is a man who is so desperate to leave these people. He's like, I'll take my chance in the toxic barge if there's any gold, like any amount of gold. This is just pure Stockholm syndrome set in at this point. (laughs) Yeah, actually, at this point, I was I was starting to question whether Herc was like a plant and actually the heel, an actual plant or (laughs) (laughs) metaphorical. Yeah. You could be both. Oh God! Didn't even think about that. I was trying to think like he's slowing them down. Mm. He's making them go to these places and putting them in front of Sorbas. Really, and then being like, "Oh like, no, don't go in the toxic barge. Oh, That's a terrible yeah, like, idea." Oh, we didn't get onto the next opportunity for Sorbas to ambush you somewhere. And because Jace has no impulse control, if you tell him he shouldn't do something, he's like, "Well, I have to do it." Yeah, immediately. Guffins. He'd have gotten by now. And, Right, again, this is this is where where time gets weird again because like this is a believable location where Jace's father has been, yet it is a rusty Hulk floating in quite, space. Like quite clearly been desolate for years at this point. Yeah. And Audric was like, "This is the perfect place to leave a clue on my infernal treasure hunt for my dead bee kid." Well, escape. <laughs> <laughs> But am I wrong? No. <laughs> this is exactly what's going on. <laughs> but so so they get to this this old they go on this old junker um against Herc's advice and they can't get it open, so they go in uh via some other means and to manually open the hatch to let Herc in. And Jace finds this recording that his dad left, but there's not enough power to play the recording. But in the recording, his dad's like, I was the people of this barge took me in and sheltered me, but Saw boss figured out where I was and we had to flee. So it's like he was there for some time. Yeah, yeah just chilling. Yeah. The timeline of this show is absolutely fucking bananas. Like they need a continuity editor in a big way. <laughs> I'm really, I'm like worried that well, we've got 50 odd more episodes of this. It's just going to be like, what's it's happening with time? Worse. I'm not going to understand. <laughs> 
I like. I, I don't even know if the airing order is anything. Like, obviously, the first episode is clearly the first episode, but after that, like, they are pretty fucking interchangeable because they never reference previous episodes really or anything. I'm hoping to see that they learn from some previous episodes, nah. and if they don't, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they learn anything. Shit will force. I will make connect these episodes <laughs> to a continuity arc. <laughs> It'd be interesting to go back and see if you could repeat reorder them so they make some kind of sense. <laughs> so it turns out, yeah, they need to get more power to the ship. Um, so they're like, "All right, we'll 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 um, we'll open the hatch and let the pride the pri- oh yeah, that's it. The ship's called the Pride of the Skies, FYI. We didn't mention that. Oh, the space barge. The space barge is called <laughs> the Pride of the Skies. <laughs> uh, so they're trying to like manually open this hatch to let them in, but Sawboss is there because this was kind of a trap as well. Like Sawboss knew they were going to be there. So he's like, monster mines are coming in and they're sending the vines which are just suspended in space and the cars can drive through space because space is not a space, but is a space in space and space in space. <laughs> There's no vacuum in this space whatsoever. No, not at all. Plants completely fine. Yeah, it's yeah. just completely oxygenated space. Maybe Sawboss did that. Everything is fine. Maybe, so, maybe that's one of Sawboss's things. He oxygenated space. Which wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, that's some serious plants that yeah. he's got on every planet. Well, yeah. I mean, if he's if he's got plants just floating around in space, surely photosynthesis would still happen in space, and they would produce, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you, I'm trying to think because it's not terraforming because that means a planet, <laughs> right? Space forming. Space forming. Vacuum forming. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be the next thing. Void forming. <laughs> forming is like plastic shapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think we call it void forming. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like, I like that. Void forming. Or is that just forming of a void? It, like Cobra Commander, it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> nice. Um, Cob- Sawboss still better than Cobra Commander. Yes, every, every villain is better than Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna watch some action for some GI Joe episodes because that's all on YouTube as well. Because like oh, I didn't realize Nero had never seen it. Like no. this is one thing that I've seen that he hasn't. And you were watching some the other day. I was up in my office and Nero was watching stuff in the living room. And every five minutes he was just like. You have to come down here and see what Cobra Commander is fucking doing. They had a glass. I don't think I ever watched that either. Oh god, okay, we have to do that then before Max because <laughs> the, in like episode two, they have like a gladiator pit in Cobra headquarters, and like <laughs> it's wow, it's out. Oh my god! And just from episode one, Destro is like Cobra Commander. You are the worst. <laughs> You're just terrible. Everything is like complete. And he's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But the best part is Cobra Commander's voice by uh, Jason Latter. Chris Uh, Latter. Chris Latter, sorry, uh, who does the voice of Starscream. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's the best best voice. Um, So anyway, back to Jace and his Space Barge Adventures, (laughs) which would be a much worse title for the show. Jace and the Space Barge. It's got a bit of rhyme in there, though. I feel like you're underselling the the ship. It's like a frigate. Which was never a a toy. It was never one of the toys you could get was the Space Barge. You think they made that as a playset? They made the show after the toys. So no no Space Barge. It's a shame. Yeah, no Oon. Like, kids would have bought Oon. Yeah, it's mm. an adorable little toy, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially if you can open his mouth and see, see the first episode <laughs> exposition. Just beams into your brain. No, it'd be great if his head was a magic eight ball. <laughs> Do you get the flying fish as a toy? No, none of nothing. 
toy, right? Sure. Well, it would been like, like a plush... good plush toy, yeah. No, no, nothing that is, apart from the vehicles, nothing that is in the show is ever available. So they had free reign to make up whatever backstory they wanted for these fucking vehicles. Yeah, the, and they so, came up with Jace. So on the, like, info cards that came with the toys, it just told of the Battle of the Lightning League against the Monster Mines, but was very vague about the particulars. So they were just like, okay, we'll take the words Lightning League, Monster Mines, and whatever the fuck. Yeah. I mean, it was the early early days of tying in stuff with I mean, shows, but by this right? point, like, He-Man, G.I. Joe, everything else had already proved how you do this formula, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. they were like, oh, let's go ask about face with it. Uh, interesting side note, which is something that is often talked about. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski did writing for some of the episodes on this. What? Yes. <laughs> really? I'm going to have to make note of which ones they are. Mm. Um, and obviously, like mentioned before, uh, Jean Chalopin, because uh, he's just a massive, you know, he, he produced a lot of shit, um, also went on to produce Babylon 5. Cause, the more you know. Yeah. Right. Mo- uh, so yes, back What's on the What's happening spa- in the show? Because I don't really remember this episode. So back on the space barge, it, there's not much to it. He, he gets the message, but it cuts out halfway because uh, Aldrich's about to tell him where he went. And they're like, we need to get more power to the ship. So they, they, they basically kind of try to jumpstart the ship with the pride of the skies. But um, as it ha- like uh, as the, as the monster mines are attacking, they tried to jumpstart the ship, and they're like, as they do it, the ship's just like, boo, like it's gonna blow up because Gillian just does a little another thirty second expo expo dump and is like, because we jumpstarted the ship, the, everything must be too rusty. We gave it too much power. Now it's going to explode. We have to run. <laughs> Gillian never does anything helpful. He just comes along afterwards and is like, oh, that was a shit idea. He turned gold into lead. That wasn't helpful. Yeah. I feel like his role in the team of the Lightning League is just to enable Jace's <laughs> poor choices. <laughs> oh, a terrible I just, I just remembered with the vase of Jung thing, after they get the message, they do get the message out of it because the the gold vase turns to lead and they make the joke it about... Does. They oh make the God. joke to oh her about, hey... Gillian we manipulated you Gillian into turned, working for us. Gillian turned lead into gold. Maybe this will turn back in. This lead will turn back yeah. into gold. Like, <laughs> turn back into gold. Yes, I'm glad Poor I remembered Herc. that. <laughs> Poor. Herc. Maybe maybe that is why he sticks around because it actually happened. <laughs> That's true. I guess we don't know. Previous yeah. episodes, it's beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this show should have been named Herc and his quest for gold. <laughs> he does. If they do this for 50 more episodes, we're not going to finish this. Like, this cannot be the only joke in all of the shows. Strap in, buddy. Mm -hmm. One day, you'll get your gold. In my head, he does look like one of the guys from Mysterious Cities of Gold. I don't know if I'm just misremembering that, but I seem to think they were both just kind of tall, generic men with black hair. He looks a bit like the bad guy from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yes, he does. Gaston. Um, Gaston. So, yeah, basically, the upshot of this episode, it's kind of a non-eventful episode to end on, really, but uh, they don't get the message, the barge explodes, they run they run away, and they laugh at Herc for not getting gold. They're all just projecting I, their own pain, really, aren't they, though? Like, Jason's been, been abandoned by his dad. On, yeah. His dad, who, I mean, strong genetics, right? They've got identical, like, white hair Mohicans mm, yeah. with the genes. Like, that's some, that's some genes right there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like looking at me and Nero who both have no hair. Yeah. I'm to- <laughs> totally jealous of the white Should mohawk. Use- yeah, like, completely. Have- so, as someone you know, who used to have a mohawk, I'm, I'm eternally yeah, jealous of same. anyone with a mohawk. It's actually a bit of a mullet though, actually, as is, isn't it? Yeah. Him and his dad both have like terrible mullets, yeah. really. 
Um, the the good old classic ape drape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but as an ending uh, ending note to this show, I want to talk about the actual animation quality of this fucking series because holy shit, is it all over the place? Yeah. Like there are some times where it's close upon the, the the characters' faces and they're like proper full anime eyes and like fine details, and then in some of the slightly wider shots, depending on the angle that the face is at, the entire geometry of their faces just completely fucking changes. Like yeah. some episodes, Herc look goes from looking like Herc to looking like a fucking car crash victim. And no, Jason- true. And a, a lot like Ulysses, a lot of like the space scenes and the. Um- the ships are like really beautifully rendered, mm. right? They are like yeah. hand-drawn art pieces. They're super impressive. When it comes to and drawing... And it cuts to a close-up of one of them, it's just like, what is this hand-drawn piece, <laughs> piece of crap? Yeah, they can't do faces like consistently no. at all. Like, Jay, like, next episode you watch, just watch Jace's nose. <laughs> like yeah, it sounds like piggy at random yeah like the, the picture of it like it goes up and down all the time and close-ups of jace are genuinely terrifying and actually, its in the size cartoon. completely changes all over the shop as well the only character with any real consistency is fucking oon because he's so he's simplistic just a circle. yeah he's just a sphere yeah and they went big with the flying fish because the flying mm. fish is actually quite well drawn all the time as well yeah the flying fish is fairly it's, it's just people they can't draw people people are hard yeah. though and yes. I, like so, so even with that quality, like so far, a bit like I was saying, with like comparing to He-Man, where they use the same stuff, they, they, they have uniquely drawn the things in this. Though they're not yeah. using the same animation over and over again too much at all. Like no. it's not noticeable. Give it time. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> this is what I mean. I'm, 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 I'm not jaded B- budget, at the moment. Budgets only go so far, right? <laughs> you know, after after yeah. the, after thirty episodes, people get tired of drawing the same shit, right? At least, like after one episode, they got tired of it. Well, like, well, Herc, he looks a bit like a potato. It's fine, whatever. Well, another consistent, though, is Gillian's hat. That is always ridiculous throughout. <laughs> it makes me wonder about his hair. You know, like, <laughs> like in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, when Dracula, old Dracula has, like, the enormous poofy hair. <laughs> I want Gillian's Underneath hair it. to just be the shape of his hat. I don't Maybe know. that's the shape of his head. I don't yeah. know if you ever like get this human. I don't know if you ever get <laughs> he does look like a hammerhead shark. <laughs> He's got a T-shaped head. <laughs> and those big coral bits are his ears. Mm. We have no proof that's not the case. Maybe maybe it's just a really elaborate hear, elaborate hearing aid hearing aid? Hearing aid. <laughs> hearing aid. And and under the hat there's two little earpieces that are plugged into his ears so he can just hear everything so that's So he can hear in. when Jace is scheming Bitching. some ridiculous scheme and he can be in there to be like, Oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Um, and I, I, I like cards on the table. I have absolutely no idea what the MacGuffin ring thing was in this particular episode. I, so I haven't because I've been. I was paying specific attention. I don't think the ring was used in this one. Okay, it might be one of the rare occasions. They actually managed to get away without using the ring. There are definitely episodes where they don't use the ring, um, but they are few and far between. <laughs> I mean, it is the everything ring, so... It, I mean, it really is. It is, but I d- that, there are a lot of kids' cartoons from this era where that's the case. Like, Shira's sword can turn into whatever it needs to be. You know, obviously we've talked at length about Hordak's arms. It, like, it is, it's a MacGuffin, <laughs> but that's kind of the norm. Yeah, go go check our Hordak versus Serpentor for the Hordak yeah. arms. Tank arms win. Um, but one thing I would love to to see, just for just for humour's sake, is to someone to go back over the entire Jason the Wheel Warriors show. And every time he, do, he says Ring of Light, Magic Might, just redub it with him going, plot device. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is the ultimate jail-free card, isn't it, it basically? Is. It's just like the writers have got, 
They started with the, we're going to write this badly so we need a way to get out of holes. That was, that was like the conceit of the ring. Does it, it was, ever do the same thing twice? Like, does he ever become a laser card man again? I'm pretty confident that I, never happens again. Keeping a list. We'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty confident. Like, if you, if, make sure you actually keep this list and I'll start doing the same from this point on because once once we're done, I'll publish the full list of ring MacGuffin yep. things on, on the <laughs> website. So, Lovely. yeah. That has been the first five episodes of Jace in a, in a, as a brief overview as we could in, in the, just over an hour. So I hope you've enjoyed it. We're going to be coming back again soon with the next five episodes, which I'm sure will be more of the same. <laughs> you were trying so hard to be like, to... they're going to be Amazing. fine. They're, they're going to be fine. Maybe slightly, <laughs> slightly. There are reasons why this, this this show never made it further than the, 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 the original oh, 65 one. episodes. That's double that, that, Ulysses, right? Like, yeah, but 65 well. is generally the standard. Standard for for cartoons at that point, like yeah. Mask made it to technically two seasons, even though the second season was only like twelve episodes. But yeah, uh, it, it, you know, sixty five episode run was standard for a cartoon thing because you know they got to sell the toys that we've already made that bear no resemblance to the cartoon. Because <laughs> also, I would like to say check out the Toy Galaxy episode on this to find out more about the actual toys and their ex changeable parts. <laughs> because yeah they do great stuff every time we talk about cartoons I'll always send you to the Toy Galaxy stuff because just great great show to find out more about the actual toys and a, a little bit more of a scientific in-depth on the production side of things we're here we're here to goof <laughs> so I want to be mad about cartoons so yeah definitely yeah we'll be back like uh, we've got some other stuff lined up uh, we're going to be doing another episode on mental health coming up soon we've got an episode planned some more face off stuff we're going to do one on the the media that scarred us as kids aren't we yes we've said that a couple of times Ooh. now so we should probably do it yeah is it is that's up there what, what's the first thing well, I mean, spoilers? For, what, for, for, for me one of them is Gotta be never ending story, you know, fucking yeah. um you and the horse. Yeah, what's the horse called? I wanna say Shadow Facts, but that's what Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you get every horse, that's, you're just like, is it Shadow Facts? That's the name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like Falco, but no, that's the dragon. But whatever, the horse dying, all of um Spoilers, my god. All <laughs> yeah. of all of animals of farthing wood. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Watership Down. Watership Down, down yeah. Last Unicorn. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's and a Superman 3. There's a lot. And there's, like, there's, some, there's some that's not technically media for kids that scarred me because I was just shown anything and everything when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's probably, uh, that's actually probably going to be the next episode that, that's out next week. So you can look forward to that. But until next time, thank you again for joining us, Mark, and uh, look forward to the next five episodes of Jace and all the MacGuffin, MacGuffin actions. So until next week, guys, love you and leave you. Stay safe out there in real world land, non-cartoon, and watch out for space lightning. <laughs> and giant vines. <laughs> unless unless you're a wine producer, because then giant vines are probably good. Yeah, so Sawboss, in conclusion, probably the good guy. Sawboss, in conclusion, maybe... Um, the hero we need? Crank. <laughs> Maybe crank. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's the parting gift. Sawboss is crank. To be proven. So, later, guys. Bye. Bye.